Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. And you're very welcome back to the programme. It's Elmarie and Connor here with you until 10. Well, we make all sorts of phone calls to people for various interviews. And even though I know you could have like three phone calls lined up one after the other, the mood and the humour of each one is totally different depending on the kind of preamble and the chit-chat that we'd have at the start. So yesterday, Elmarie was phoning different people. And one was actor and singer J.D. Keller, who is from Cork but living in London. Now, he's just released a new video to go with his single give me light and Elle rang him to chat about it but they ended up talking about the whole pandemic first. Well yes of course because I was interested in how he's getting on over there because London does seem to be just so bad at the moment and like we were talking all about vaccinations and when we might be on the list and kind of just I suppose marvelling really at how amazing it is that we have vaccinations at all even when the most basic antibiotics are kind of really really new in human terms. Penicillin isn't around as long as you'd actually think Penicillin was invented in the hospital that I go to, you know, because, you know, you know, I had Hodgkin's lymphoma when I was 33, which is 20 years ago now, but it was a stage three. Oh, so well, that's same as me. where it spread all around the body. You know, it hadn't gone to other organs because that's stage four. But I've been through all that stuff that you've been through, the facing of the mortality, the losing the hair, the intense chemo, the weakness, the sickness, the questioning of, oh, my God, is it all over for me now? And all that. I, I know I've been through it. I mean, it was a breast cancer for you. No, ovarian. And you're in remission, aren't you, Anne-Marie? I am. I have a CT yeah. scan now on Monday, but I'm flying it all going well. So far, yeah. thank God. And guess what? For the hospital I used to go to and where I did all my stuff, speaking of penicillin, is St. Mary's in Paddington. And that's where, what's his name, discovered penicillin. What was his name? Can you remember? I know it was only in the 1920s, though. It's like, gonna, it's, it's less than 100 years in circulation. Yeah, we, it is. We take all of these things just for granted, don't we? That humans have access to antibiotics. And of course, we can do vaccines. And it's all so yeah. new. I mean, it is amazing because I mean, so many people died of TB. And there was TB. I read a great book set in Cork by my friend Garvin's father. Um, fantastic book. I can't remember the name of it, but it was set in um, 
kind of like a care home, almost like a laundry, you know, for TB sufferers that to be kept away. A sanatorium. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there would be a whole generation in Cork who would know all about the TB sanatoriums. And we see those pictures of the, the nurses and the patients and everything is ventilated and the sheets are mm-hmm. blowing in the wind and everything like that. And so here we are trying yeah. to open the windows again. Yeah, and they were like you know, ships out at sea, those sanatoriums. Yeah. Even when there was the polio outbreak in Cork, Cork was isolated from the rest of Ireland when that happened again uh, sometime really, back in really? the 1950s or something. Oh God, I'm terrible on, on all of these kind of medical catastrophes. But I suppose the point of all of that, though, is in your personal history, in my personal yeah. history and in general history, we have overcome and we just have to keep believing that we will overcome. Yeah. And in a way that completely ties in to the theme of your new song. single. song. Absolutely it does. It was 1928, by the way, in St. Mary's Hospital by Alexander Fleming. I knew it was Fleming. Why did I remember his name? (laughs) (laughs) And it does tie, I mean, great timing on the song as it landed, actually, because, I mean, the song was recorded three or four years ago and was unfinished business, kind of, from my debut EP, The Ugly Tree, in that it was the only song on there that didn't have a music video. So I uh, made a music video for that. Three years after the song was produced, went over to County Clare and shot a music video on Fenor Beach just before the first lockdown. Oh, yeah. And captured all of this kind of wonderful Irish landscape, beach and dunes and scenery and, and light, beautifully photographed by a Galway photographer, Colin Hogan. And yeah, I, I think it offers a little bit of hope in a very dark time for our world, coincidentally enough. Well, I suppose the way you've written the lyrics and the way you've written the song as well, though, you know, it can represent a lot of different things. Absolutely. I mean, all great songs do that, I think. My friend Peter M. Smith, who's also a singer from Dublin, he wrote that song and passed it on to me. And we recorded it in Spain along with two other songs that Peter wrote. Now, Peter was in my debut single, Love Will Tear Us Apart. He was in the video of that with me. And he sang a duet with me on that if anyone wants to check that out on YouTube. But uh, yeah, he wrote Give Me Light. He passed it on to me. I changed the pronouns. And instead of him singing it for a girl, I started singing it for a boy. Mm -hmm. And it took on a whole different kind of meaning, actually, when I did that. Because he wrote in a very harmless little refrain of take me to hell. (laughs) Take me to hell, take me to hell, take me to hell, take me to hell. But when when you sing that as a gay man, of course, it's got other meaning. Mm-hmm. because of the whole history of gay people being told that they're going to hell. So it was fun for me to take the idea of being told to go to hell mm-hmm. <laughs> and turn it into a fire dance <laughs> and a song. And that was fun for me. So that that's kind of how the song originated. Peter really, it was a kind of a mentor to me in the first years of my musical development and, uh, and 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 he wrote Give Me Light. I love the video. I mean, like you said, it's there, it's shot on the beach and you're, it's it's gorgeous. And, you know, people find you on Facebook or Twitter or any of the socials, of course, J.D. Kelleher, they'll find links to the song and I presume it's on Spotify and playlists everywhere. Everywhere you can find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find it on Spotify, Amazon, uh, Tidal, YouTube. Uh, YouTube is, is where I have a lot of action, I suppose, more than any of the audio platforms. So do please follow me on YouTube. 
and uh, watch my videos there. It's all good. Well, is it all good? I mean, like we started earlier on talking about, I suppose, the shared we did. medical histories that we've both overcome, which is fantastic to see how well you are physically, but like looking after Thank yourself you. in you London, too. away from family and everything like that. That's kind of tough. I mean, I can know you're living in London for years and everything, but yes, like, I am. working as an actor, pretty much not mm-hmm. possible at the moment. Trying to produce Correct. music is a little bit easier if you're in kind of post-production stages. There's a certain amount of recording and mixing you can do from home. But yes. day to day, what's the story like at the moment? I mean, like I know you also do Uber driving do. as well. So like, is that hard at the moment? I've stopped driving Elmarie, because of the advent of these new strains. Yes. So I I drove my Uber through London, uh, including, by the way, for Uber Medics, which is driving NHS staff around the city. That's right. The Um, last time we spoke, you were doing that. Yes, indeed. I didn't drive through the first lockdown because we were all so petrified. (laughs) I drove through the second lockdown, observing very strict uh, regulations and all that. And then when the third lockdown and the advent of the new strain came, I thought, okay, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to stop working again. So I've lost that income, but I have the income from my agency, International Actors London, and, um, you know, a bit of savings and I'm getting by and I can afford to stop for a while, you know, so I'm very grateful for that. I know a lot of people in this country and at home where you are don't have enough to... Yes, and Spotify uh, isn't going to pay you either. Yes, and you're not, and we're not going to be paid by our mm. governments if we don't have enough. So, you know, these are dark days, Elmarie, uh, but you and I have pulled through and the world does keep turning and we will all pull through and we have all suffered losses, some more than others. The UK is suffering horrendous, unspeakable daily losses at the moment. And like you said, I hope we're at the peak of it and that we're turning the curve. I know we're all hoping to get needles in our arms with vaccinations as soon as possible. I would encourage everybody to take advantage of the technology and the science that has got us to this place and get that vaccination in your arm as soon as you're offered it. I certainly will. I'll be rolling up both sleeves, so I will, for sure. Both Um, sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) But in in the meantime, JD, we're going to play the single now, Give Me Light, and uh, encourage people to find you, especially on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and write JD Kelleher, you'll find me. As simple as that. Please subscribe. I just want to say thank you to you, Anne-Marie, for supporting the music. You know, there's been a lot of talk about arts recovery and stuff. And, you know, just want to thank you for for supporting my music. And I I see you supporting lots of artists out there. And just a big hello to everyone in Cork and everyone who knows me over there. All my family, thank you very much. This is Give Me Light. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Thanks, JD. Good luck and mind yourself. You too, Anne-Marie. Bye-bye. He says, and I'll never leave you. Can't get you out of my head. I really need you. He's the danger. He's the danger. I know the danger, and I know it well. Give me light, he says I want to explore you Like no man ever before I will just live to adore you 
danger Such a danger I know the danger And I know it well Give me light and you can find J.D. Keller on YouTube.